Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club. This month, we played Bastion, and when we all had to pick our moral decision, we all chose differently. And this is what led into that conversation. What was everyone's first moral decision? I saved him. I also saved him. I, I also not. saved him. I did not save him. I also did not save him. Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club, the podcast that gives us a chance to step back and play a game with our friends. My name is Corey, and I'm joined with four party members today. Lauren. Hey. Tanza. Hola. Dan Boy. Hello. And Tony. What's going on, guys? This month, we played the 2011 action RPG Bastion. Bastion was developed by Supergiant Games and published by Warner Brothers. An interesting fact about Bastion is that when it was first shown off at the 2010 Penny Arcade Expo, there was only 20 minutes of the game made, and it released a full year later. <clears throat> we just missed the 10-year anniversary of Bastion by one month. So if we would chose this a month earlier, oh. we would have hit the 10-year on the, on the nose. Well, we played it. We did play during it. During the one year. So. Yeah, we played it for the one year. Or the 10-year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I <laughs> uh, Since this was Tons' game, we're going to let him talk about what Bastion is. Uh, I mean, it's an R action RPG. Um, but you play as kid, and uh, the world like, had a catastrophe where everything shattered into pieces, and you're just trying to figure out the secrets of the calamity. That's basically it. And it's narrated. The whole story is told by narration. Well, nothing else to add on to that? No, because right. I don't want to spoil nothing. <laughs> All right. With that being said, who wants to grab the first shard and tell us about the story of this game? Oh, so uh, like Tunza said, you're a kid, which um, until Tunza said that, I didn't realize that was his actual like name. Like I, I don't remember anyone saying any other name besides kid, so I guess it makes sense. But uh, yeah, um, you start off just waking up. Then you run through this world that's just like building around you as it just builds a path for you. And then you find some weapons. Everyone's just kind of stone, I think. I think they were stone. They seem like stone, but then you'd like break them and then they just turn to like ashes. It kind of reminds yeah. me of like. Stone. Yeah, it reminds me of like if a volcano hit them. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like in uh, that Pompeii movie or whatever. Yeah, where they're all like stone statues, but it's because of the volcano. Yeah. Sure, I don't, I don't know a movie. Anyways, um, and then uh, just creatures, things, just start like appearing around you and you gotta fight them. And all you do is just basically try to get to the Bastion, which is, I guess, a, uh, oh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, like a, uh, Oh gosh, I it's, hate words. It's the hub of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's the hub of the game. Uh, it's kind of where you like build the base at. It's like your home base for the game, where you meet uh Rux, I think was his name. Yep. 
old yeah, man Rux. Just, yeah old man Rux. and he is actually the narrator of the game as well he kind of tells you about everything that goes on in the world as you play through it kind of cool Um, I'm going to go with my description of the story. We'll see if we hit it a little better. Um, Story is about a boy that he refers to as the kid um, that wakes up on a floating island and works his way back to his home, which is Bastion, which is that hub. He meets another person, which is Rux, that has been narrating his decisions and like kind of filling in the story around you. Uh, then the kid travels to other floating islands to collect shards to rebuild the bastion to its former glory. The island appears in front of the character as you move towards it. So like as Dan said, the world kind of builds as you move. Um, and then this last section kind of gives away the end, so I'm not going to say it now. Let me just uh, say that at the beginning, their monuments, the shards are after. The stuff happens, and then you yeah. collect shards to. Oh, okay. You know. So they're monuments first. They look kind of like almost like statues or trophies. I would say this game is hard to describe like that because, like, there's a lot of story to it. But if you go on past that, you've already told the whole story. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty much. Sure. That's why I like stopped where I was because it was like, it would just give away everything if I continued. Yeah, that's why I didn't really, like, explain, like, too much, because I don't know what would be, like, too much to say at at the very beginning. Yeah. All right, so I guess before we get any further, um, this will be very spoiler-heavy, so if you have not played Bastion, um, probably recommend doing that before listening. Um, Relatively short game, though, so you can knock that out and then come back. Um. So we'll be here. How about uh, we'll pick on Tony a little bit. Explain um, the right. the gameplay of this game. How does it how does it pan out when you're in the actual islands? So when you're in the actual islands, like every time you move, like the the floor actually just pops. It like comes down from the ceiling. It's like it's just like appearing as you're moving, which is pretty cool. Then you get these enemies that pop up just random stuff. You can literally like destroy everything pretty much, which I thought was pretty sweet. The narration is like, like within the first like five minutes of the game, I would just like, just to get like used to like the button layout. Cause I just bought the, the switch. So I was just trying to like understand like, Oh, where my buttons are and stuff like that. And uh, I was just hitting everything and stuff. And the narrations like, and the kid was just smashing everything in his son. <laughs> And I just started cracking up. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> they did that when I was starting out, too, and I was like, this is dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smashing everything. Everything. Um, so you get to pick, uh, so you pretty much switch between, like, melee and uh, long range throughout the game. And I use pretty much, like, the giant hammer and uh, the repeater uh, air crossbow or whatever. I don't is that that's what they called it, right? The repeater or something like that? Uh, the the like bow and the arrow bone, like the fang. No, no, no. It was like it had multiple arrows in it. It was called the repeater or something like that. Yeah, that was the repeater. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I used. I I pretty much just like um, the first two weapons. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much just stuck with the first two weapons and just upgraded them. And um, I would just dodge roll and just shoot with the repeater. And then if like I was low health, I just meleeed. But so like the the environment is real. Like it just like uh pops out of nowhere. It's like it's real cool. Like how they did it. I really enjoyed it. Um, pretty much, and these black little. I called them like raindrops. That's what they look like. Black little raindrops with eyeballs trying to kill you. Uh, giant, like, uh, what are those things in uh, Mario Brothers? The giant uh, dogs. They had like stuff that looked like that. And every time you hit them, they shrunk down because they were uh-huh. weaker. Oh, scumbags. Yeah. yeah. I thought that stuff was real sweet. And you get like the weird, like, Grim Reaper ghoul ghost looking guys i don't know if those are yeah balls. i think it's called like gas fella or whatever however the say i i think so yeah and the little ones were like squirts yeah because you get yeah. a, you get yeah. a squirt that you yeah comes like back right to the, the bastion with you yeah um you also get a shield i don't know if tony mentioned that but you no, can, i didn't mention the shield yeah you get, yeah, a, shield, you get a shield which allows you to like counter which i use that quite a bit Really? Yeah. I didn't use it at all. Yeah, I barely used it. My my question is, so what was everybody's weapon choice then for the well, game? Well, I told you mine. Like, right. Yeah. We'll go so, around and uh, everyone can say what weapons they used the most. So uh, for me, it was kind of, I used the, uh, the, oh gosh, I don't remember the name of it. Like the little, uh, the little sword. Like the machete, I think, is machete. what it War was. Maybe War yeah. machete. That's what I used. To yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, my my uh, range weapon was primarily the uh, the fang repeater, like Tony used. Okay. But whenever I got to the end of the game and I got the mortar gun, that's what I used. Yeah, I I think it's cool to mention that like this game makes you or. It kind of, it, it it lays out the weapons so you're gathering them as you progress the game, but does not force you to use any certain one or combination. Yeah. You're you could switch it right after you unlock it and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um but I used the war machete a lot in the beginning, like for the most part. And then once I got the pike, I started using that a lot. Like the spear. Oh see, uh-huh. I didn't like the spear. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Um and then I was using the musket for a while there. And then I used, like, the army co- or a carbine. But, like, at the end of the game, I was just, like, the... I was mainly just using this mirror. Okay. And well, then the trip mines. Oh, the trip, trip mines were my great. Fa- they were my favorite, like, special ability. Oh, I don't think I used the trip mines at all. No, wait, I did. I used them once. What about... I uh... usually just use the little, like, squirt lore. Just yeah, to yeah. keep spawning them in. Yep. <laughs> Same. Yeah, same. I uh I used the mortars a little or not the mortars, the trip mines a little bit um as a special skill and I also use the war machine skill that makes you slash like a bunch of times in a row, like really hmm. fast. Okay. And I also messed around with the perfect shield or mirror shield, I think it was called, which yeah. allows you to perfect yeah. counter everything. Oh, okay. oh I, okay. Yeah. Um, what about you, Lauren? What did you use throughout the game? I mainly used the war machete. 
which I really, really liked the machete. As soon as I got it, I switched to it as often as I could, like immediately. Yeah, I, I love I love hack and slash freaking swords. Amazing. <laughs> so I love that. I would just run in like slice, slice, slice. And then I used the dual pistols. As soon as I got them, that was my favorite weapon besides the machete. I was just going around like, blah, 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 blah. And then I would switch, like, slice them up a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. And then I used the little guys that you spawn, too. I would, like, if I was in a tough area, I'd spawn them while I was trying to look for health and stuff like that. I uh, primarily used the War Machete as well. Um, I didn't really change from that once I unlocked it. Um, I used the musket through almost the entire, like, the entire after you get it, like, everything afterwards, I basically just used the musket for. Um, I did enjoy using the mortar, though, when yeah, you get it. Oh, the mortar, I felt like it was so good. It, it was. It helped you clear areas, like, real fast. That thing was yeah. perfect for those little, like, uh, flower things or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was perfect to destroy them. It was one hit, like, destroy them. Yeah. I liked using it for those, like, uh, I think those are, like, some kind of dinosaur dog-like thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that would, like, charge you? Yeah. Those dinosaur are the best, because you had to hit them, yeah, you had to hit them, like, in the back. Lunk head. Oh, like the frog things, those. right? They're, like, they frog dog you. things, yeah. Yeah, okay. I hated them. But the, you so... can only hit them from the back, so when you yeah. shot the mortar, you could shoot it behind them. Mm-hmm. And it would take, like, a lot of their health out. I'm pretty sure if you just shot it like right on them, it would still just do health to them. Because I don't think I was hitting behind them. I'm pretty sure I was just hitting right on them. Yeah. It was killing them. Nah, it's, I think it's you just really... had to hit anything with that thing. It was dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're on the topic. We'll do this. What was your favorite overall weapon? So, was it what you used? Like, and if, if it was, like, was it the the melee or the caught like ranged weapons say war machete because you could put like a dot on people like a damage over time yeah yeah. is that like the whole gameplay yeah because you just throw it and you could take out like enemies but when i started using the pike you could just take up critical hits so you're just doing like a hundred you're doing like one what one like 130 or whatever yeah yeah yeah, I would say my favorite weapon was the war machete, like, overall. Uh, yeah, same. Mine was at the end of the game, that giant ram thing that you were just carrying around. <laughs> the battering ram? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So cheap. It, oh, so I hated so that slow. thing only because of how slow you so slow, but, like, yeah. it just destroyed everything. <laughs> like, it was one hit, so I enjoyed it. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going through this in, like, and 10 minutes. Rain, yeah. like, mortars. Yeah. Like, yeah. Meteor shower. So about you, Lauren? Was the war machete or the dual pistols? Which one did you like better? Um, I don't know. That was a tough choice, because I really liked the machete. But, like, I really liked those dual pistols, too. They were really cool. And they made my life when it came to like ranged attacks so much easier once I got them. I don't know. I'd probably say the machete though. What about the flip side of this? Did you guys have a least favorite weapon? Mm, the bow. Oh, that's actually surprising. 
It was yeah. only because I have a hard time sitting there and waiting to like power up. I want to like rush in and just slice and you know like quickly fight enemies. I don't want to take my time. I agree. I wouldn't say. I, I would say the I would bow say the... was probably my least favorite. And because and... you had to charge it, I don't want to wait. It's like a fast-paced game, you know. Yeah. The the calamity cannon at the end. Thank just because, you. Just because you would go to hit fight shit, and it would just blow up on you. Uh, yep, yep. That my thing with that cannon was. It wouldn't, like, lock on. Yeah, the aiming was really, like, I don't want to say bad, but it was bad. Like, you kind of, like, had to lead your shots with it, like, if they were moving. It was pretty awkward to shoot. Yeah. I think my least favorite weapon was the stupid flame bellows. See, I kind Uh, of enjoyed using that. I liked it, too. So I picked it up, and as soon as I got to an arsenal, I switched it. I was like, I hate this thing. (laughs) I did the same because it just, you would hold it for like two seconds, and then you're like reloading, reloading, and I'm like, oh, God. And it took me less time to take out all those, like, like the dried out brush with Mm -hmm. the musket than it would to let it charge up that stupid bellows and burn them that way. I was like, this is dumb. I hate this. It was really cool that, like, they would give you these new items to introduce it. Like, it's like, you should use it really, like, here. But you didn't have to. You could just switch out right then. Yeah, yeah. there'd usually be, like, the arsenal, like, right yeah. there to swap yeah. weapons. So we Yeah, got- I'd say the first thing that I, when I got the, uh, what was it, the, the spear thing? Like, mm-hmm. I used it for a little bit, but, like, I just, I didn't like it. I'd switch that out right away. I didn't like it until I upgraded it. It, it okay. made that boss fight way fucking easier, though. Let me just say. Yeah. See, my my bird. thing was every time I would get a new weapon, I would use it for that whole level. Me too. Like just I mean, so I, I could get fire. used to it. Yep. I didn't like the fire. It just was slow. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I was like, where is the arsenal? I want to get rid of this thing. You just had to reload. Like, you would try to clear a bush, and it's like, oh, I'm already reloading. I could have just beat the shit out of this thing. And it it took, it, it switched it for my main that time. So I had that, then, the, like, the musket. And I'm like, this is a uh, weird yeah. combination. Yeah, it seemed weird that that was considered a melee weapon. Yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, we got really off topic. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's all right. Um, the first level when you go to, like, explore, um, you're in kind of, like, an old, run-down, like, city. Like, almost like a castle. Um, the yeah. early stages. As, yeah. basically, how the game works is you go to an island, you clear said island, it blocks you off from that island, um, and then you unlock the next island, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as you unlock each weapon, you get those, like, side quests. Yeah, the proving grounds. The proving grounds where if you can accomplish the goal in X amount of time or whatever the case is, um, you get, like, different items and upgrades and different things like that. I, uh, I stopped messing with those after I unlocked the musket. I was like, I don't want to do these. 
Did you do the musket one? I did do the musket one, but after that, was, I was like, it was eh. it was probably one of the easier ones. Once you realize, oh, I just have to walk kind of close to these things and shoot them all together. Because it's like 14 shots. You have to get them all. Yeah, the bow but one yeah. I tried? Super hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did the bow one like 20 times, and then I finally beat it, and I was like, cool, I never have to do this ever again. That's how I felt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't really do too many of those. I was just like, yeah, I'm over this. Um, yeah, I didn't do too many of them either. I did all of them, but I didn't get first prize in all of them. Overachiever. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Go me. Um, I think the only one that I got the first prize was the musket. Everything else, I would just get like the bronze prize. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mess with those at all, Lauren? I only tried the machete one once, and that was it. Yeah, I didn't do any other ones. It's a nice little add-on, but it I don't know. I don't feel like the prizes are really worth it. Yeah, it was basically like first and second, well, second and third prize, it was like upgrade materials, and then the first one was like a uh, skill of that weapon. Right, so yeah. it was like, eh. <laughs> so if you don't ever use that weapon, there's really no point yeah. to really do them. I mean, for this game being as short as it as it is they gave you a lot of stuff to do like leaderboards yeah. they have all that they have like the mission stuff uh then like you're the dreams like there was a lot to do if you want uh, yeah yeah i loved the first one where you hit the pipe and then you pass yeah, out yeah. and then you do that and that's cool because that gives you a little more context of like the character itself yeah um, it gives yeah. you like a as like a narration of what they were doing before you found them. Right. And he, uh, in that first one, I, I didn't do any of the other ones afterwards, but that pipe one, uh, it's 20 waves of enemies and it does give you quite a bit of an XP boost. Um, I felt like you leveled up really slow in this game. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, gonna ask that. How, uh, like, how, how, what level were you, like, by the time you guys, like, finished the game? Five. Five. I, uh, I finished the game at level six. Five. I actually wonder if I'm higher then, because mm -hmm. I did the dreams. No, did you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, I, I don't know, you, you upgrade really slow, and it would give you kind of, like, um, like perks. So, like, I know I used one that gave me more healing potions. Yeah, that's and, what I used. Yeah. Um, and then I can't really remember what the other ones were. <laughs> one gave you more special skills. One gave you more health, I think. Yeah, the I was like... three that I, like, primarily used, I had the one that gave, like, plus 12 health or something like that. The other one, it made it so... Your uh, health tonics would like completely heal you. Oh yeah, and it would also give you like two more, like two extra space. And then my other one was, as I did damage, I would heal. But then the health tonics don't heal you for as much. But because of the one giving me max health every time, it like canceled that part out. So I was just like constantly regaining health as I killed things. That would have probably been beneficial. 
<laughs> I um so as you go through the first like six to nine levels, you collect monuments. And as you return each monument to the bastion, it unlocks like the build like the town building side of things. Where you get yeah, like, like the, the distillery forge. Right. Um the arsenal. Yeah, shrine. Uh lost and found. Okay, that's what it's missing. And, and what was that other one? Yeah, what's the uh, one that gives you like the challenges where it's like, oh do X amount of damage yeah, or monument or something or something weird. Um I don't remember the name of it, but it was like the vigils. Yeah. Yeah, because you would get it would unlock like challenges throughout the game. So it's like kill twelve enemies with like one shot of the musket, and it would give you so many like. Do those have a name? The things you use to like level up, like your weapons and stuff. Oh, spear. I don't know. Oh, they were like. I don't remember. But the, the they did have a name though. Yeah. The Lost and Found was really cool, because um, mm-hmm. you could get all your materials. I ended up buying everything. Yeah, you had that many. Yeah, because like I just basically things? stopped doing anything else because I didn't change weapons. Oh yeah, you never upgraded. <laughs> so I didn't upgrade anything uh, else. Gotcha. I, I upgraded like everything. Yeah, I, I thought Absolutely. at first I was doing that, and then as I got later into the game, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to max out the weapons I use and just call it a day. That's what I did too after so long. Um, yeah, I, I would upgrade like the main weapons that I would use, but then I would like also try to level up the other ones, but never use them. So I kind of like spent all my credit things, but yeah. kind of did the same thing like Dan did. Like I tried to level everything up but like i didn't use them so it was like kind of like wasting yeah um did any of you guys turn on any of the idols to make the Ooh, game yeah. more challenging Ooh, yeah one. i did not and it just that one when you first unlocked that and i went through that level and then because i thought i had to to beat the level and then nothing happened, so I went all the way back and turned it off, and nothing still happened, so I just left that level, and apparently that's all you had to do, was go through it and then leave. <laughs> yeah, I didn't turn any of them on. Which uh, which ones did you turn on, Dan? Oh, I don't remember the names of them. The one that would make it so the foes um, would, would do more damage to you, I believe, and then the Rift other the one... Maybe. I think the other one made it so the foes would, I don't know, be quicker, like attack more, something like that. But yeah. oh, it was it was That's bad. Because I, I I didn't realize how bad it was gonna be, and then I jumped into I think one of the reflection missions, like the second dart, like the second set of them. Like the in the musician. pot, whenever you get what? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, they uh destroyed me. I think I made it like two <laughs> waves in, and then yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mess with any of those things. I just I was like playing, and I was like, the game's not too easy. It's not like super difficult. I was like, I'm I'm okay with just where it's at. 
Yeah, that's how I felt. Um, I was content with just playing it the way that it was. I mean, we should was probably, we should have probably done this earlier, but what did you guys play on? I played on the PC. I played okay. on the Switch. Switch. I did Steam with a PS4 controller. Yeah, I did Steam, and I started with uh, just mouse and keyboard, and then uh, kind of towards the end of it, I switched to uh, like a normal controller. Yeah, I used an Xbox One controller yeah, after yeah. so long. I was like, yeah. I, I will say using a keyboard mouse like with aiming and stuff like that was so much better. I figured with the mortar it would make it ten times like better. Yeah, yeah you could you actually could like, like aim right and you could like free aim with stuff. You didn't have to like constantly just lock on. Um. So in these first like the fir- I, the game's kind of broken into like half. So like the first mm-hmm. part of the game you're collecting monuments. Uh, you find two other survivors. Um, Zolf and Zia. Yeah, so they're yeah. like auras. Yep. Ura. 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 It's U R A. Right. So they're they're like a diff. I wouldn't say they're like a different race because everyone's human, but it, it it's more like. Americans and like Russians, like that kind of thing. Like it's like from a different country, man. Sure, yeah, exactly. Na- <laughs> nationality, I guess, I would be the right like, word. More like Lord of the Rings, like you know, we're the humans, like and they were the race. Yeah, yeah that's what I was race. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you so you bring those two back because they're survivors of the calamity, and um, as you're doing the final mission. What's what's the guy's name? Zolf. Zolf. He like betrays you. Yep. Um, after you find the the diary or monument. Um. So he betrays you, and then um that kind of leads into the second half of the game because you need to find shards to repair the bastion. Mm-hmm. Um. This is the half of the game. That I started to lose interest. Really? I like that first mission where you get that uh you go for the first shard, you're in that like dream world where you fall asleep and then oh, you, you go through. Yeah, no, no, no. This is after you're gonna um you're looking for the first shard after oh, okay. it's destroyed, and you go into the world to find it, and your person like falls asleep or whatever. And you start going through those dreams of, like, all the different places and enemies you've already fought. And I thought that was super cool. Yeah, it's like a like a recap of the first half of the game. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought it was neat. That is I mean... the level called Lawson's Bog. Yep, yep. That's um, it. I don't know why I remember that, but it, it stood out <laughs> to me. Um, that part's cool. Like, I was, I was into it, and then... After that, the wilds, I, I was just like, all these like plant shooters and high brush and all this stuff. I was just like, this is, I don't know. I feel like the game, even though the game's not long, I felt like it was kind of unnecessary. I just, it was doing the same thing you just did. Yeah. 
That was the only yeah, thing I, I had an issue that. with it. I like that they switched up enemies and like locations, but then at one point you're fighting everybody all again, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get you. Yeah, so I, I guess at that point, that's when for me personally, like my enjoyment with the game started to decrease. Um, I would say it's when I got more interested in the story, though, because if you did the two dreams available by that point, mm-hmm. like you get more information. So I, I was at that, I guess at this point, I was trying to rush to the levels to get through the story because that's what I wanted to get to was where it was the story heading to. I could see that. Um, yeah. But I don't know if how everyone else felt about those levels. I don't know if anything stuck out to you, but we'll, we can talk about everything before like the big finale. Um, if there's anything in there that stood out that you want to talk about. Are you saying right now or? <laughs> yeah. Like just without going into the final mission, was there any of those shard missions that stood out to you? Um, I have written down Langston River. It's the one where you ride the boat. I, I put. I really like the narration. It made me love the lift boat as a character. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't remember what the boat's name is, but like he like treats it like yeah. it's a person. Like where he gets mm-hmm. stuck, and he's like, "Oh, the kid owes her a favor or something." Mm-hmm. Like at least unstick it. And then I have uh, Birdstone Quarry because at the end of the uh, fight, you fight the Ura, and then you have all your animal creature like friends help you like stomp them out. Oh, are you talking about um, whenever you go back to the Bastion? Yeah. And they're, like, invading? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> did did anyone have, like, a bond with your your allies, your, like, animals? Yeah. Did any of yours die? I had, no. I had, oh. uh, what's the first one? The squirt? squirt? Yeah, my squirt died in that battle. I didn't know uh, they could die. Yeah, yeah my pecker died. I was so sad. <laughs> so if you just like hang out and not do anything like I was doing, I then I realized died. that they die, and then the narrator goes, um uh he just goes like Squirt didn't make it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's so like dramatic, but like it's so yeah. like monotoned at the same time. <laughs> I think the narrator is what really like makes this game alive. I so guess. I didn't look it up. Is Ron Perlman the narrator? Because that's who it sounds like. I don't know. I don't think so. This is a very small game. Um, it sounds like Ron Perlman. Like it was made by like seven people. I don't know, but yeah, I think the narrator definitely is what made the game alive uh, with the is, story. Yeah. It is Logan Cunningham that does the voice of Rux. <laughs> okay. Never heard of him. I yeah, no. He sounds like Ron Perlman. But, no, he definitely, like, kept me engaged with the story, because, like, just listening mm-hmm. to him. At one point, I was... What was I doing? I was, like, clearing out some kind of area. Or maybe I was killing enemies over and over and over. And he was, like... She keeps doing, or he keeps doing this, even though he knows that it do- it won't make a difference. Yeah. But that doesn't matter to him. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, yeah. hey, way to put me on the spot like that. 
I like how every time you would find like one of the like Ash people that didn't make it through the calamity, he would tell you like who they were. Yeah. So at first, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, so I would just kill them. Oh, um, I always killed him. And he, and he would go. The kid didn't like him either. <laughs> yeah, I killed <laughs> all of like you. <laughs> like poor Miss Sue or whatever the fuck. Is. Yeah, it was just yeah. like this is so and so, like the local like tavern owner. And he's like, the kid didn't like what he was doing or whatever. It was just like something that like you you it's it has nothing to do with it. You just accidentally kill somebody, and he would be like, oh, I guess he didn't like that one either. <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, okay. Thanks for calling me out for being a bad person. Right. I killed him because I felt like I was doing a good thing. Because they're already dead, just, like, encased in, like, stone. Putting them to rest. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what mission it is, but it's during this section where you, like, teleport in to the mission. You're, like, surrounded by a circle of them. Oh, yeah. And then you just have to, like, attack your way out of it oh yeah and say it kind of forces you to be like a piece of shit if you weren't like if you were trying to go the whole game without killing them they like forces you right there yep nope if i even seen those i would run out of my way to hit them (laughs) yeah (laughs) what was your guys's like most hated enemy in the game the frog thing the frog thing hated that thing so much Mm. I hated the uh, those little like the, it looked like a pop up tent that just kept putting out the squirts. It's like for the like the uh-huh. first two missions, like I was like, where the hell are all these things coming from? Remember- and then, good. And then I realized I gotta destroy this little like wooden like tent popcorn like machine. that's what machine. I said. Yeah. It, it looked uh, like yeah. a carnival like like popcorn machine. Um, yeah, that, I hated those. Least favorite enemy, huh? Yeah. Least favorite to fight, I guess, would just be the rapid fire, like, plant thing. Just because when they line up and there's a bunch of them, it's hard to, like, block and, like, shoot. But once you got, like, the mortar, it didn't even matter. I think my least favorite enemy was, like, the rabbit thing that would, like, drop, drop all oh, the rocks okay. on you. Because yeah. you couldn't kill it, like, traditionally usually like i used the musket a lot or like the throwing the machete and it would go underground yeah and i was like (sighs) and then you'd have to go i didn't really have a problem with them if you just like ran up to them they would pop out and like try to run but they didn't run very fast so you could just like slice them up they also don't attack you if you push them Uh, yeah yeah or if you just use the mortar like it would, it would still kill them even if they're in the ground. That would have, I guess that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um. But I think my least favorite was like one of the uh, Euro like people, like the people. I think they had like the the spear. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I I used the mortar, so it's like they would they would teleport like forward like very slightly so it's like i had a time like where to make it land at that's true i think it's funny because i don't know if this is just the game itself but if you stayed far enough away from them with the mortar they wouldn't move because they wouldn't react to you being there 
Yeah, yeah, I found that out. And you could kill everyone without them even moving. And I was yeah, like, well, that's, that's kind of an did. exploit. But I used my dual pistols, and I would just shoot them from far away. I would end up dying without them moving. Um, but at, so after you do these missions, you you collect all the shard or yeah, the shards. You save the girl. Yep. Even yep. though she wasn't kidnapped, even though you mm-hmm. think she was kidnapped. Um, and you fully like restore the bastion, and then. It leads you into the final mission, which before you go in, it tells you like, hey, this is like point of no return. Like you can't come back out once you start yeah. this. Um, so we're we're in the very end of the game now. And I will point out immediately before we talk about it. What the fuck? They added a hot button at the very end of the game. Oh, my God. Oh, I yeah. know. When that when it popped up on the screen, I was like, "Are you fucking serious? Why?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Really? This seems kind of late to add a mechanic in, but yeah. okay." Um, uh, this is also the point where you start finding out the what actually happened. Yeah, with the calamity. It was actually like my favorite part of the game. Yeah. I thought it was really good too because you start finding out that like hey the the calamity was something that we did. Yeah. We we fucked up. I was like, "Oh my god, no way." And how they lied about it and said they weren't going to use it, then they used it anyways and, and basically Zia destroyed girl, the her, whole world. Her dad's the one who uh, actually betrayed everybody. Yeah, and the the story, like her story, if you did that other dream. like dream about mm-hmm. how like she liked this guy and that he tried to talk to her dad in like their native language and he thought it was disrespectful for a foreigner to talk in that language and he didn't like him because of it. And I don't know if you actually listened to that, but I, didn't I was do like, that, wow, so. his dad's a like her dad's a dick. He was trying to be like, oh, like, I, I respect your culture. And he's just like, stupid foreigner. Yeah, I didn't do that. So for me, I I didn't know anything about her backstory. That's where you find out her dad was the one who, like, helped come up with um, the calamity. Mm-hmm. And then he changed it to, like, basically target them instead of the era. That's why they're first alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, this is where you find out that Rux knows so much about it because he's like, I helped build it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then he's like, hey, like, while well, I've been hanging out at the Bastion while you go to these different islands, uh, I built this cannon for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then it, like, vaporizes things. Yeah. Or yourself. Or yourself. Um, happened a lot this was pretty cool like there's a lot of like different like changes throughout this level there's like sections where you just had to clear out enemies or take out like shrines there is sections where you kind of had to like run as the floor was falling underneath you um so that that was pretty neat i like that that was more like a frantic pace one of the worst things of this one though is they give you the ability to hop 
And I hated it. Yeah, yeah the just worst. Let me keep rolling. Yeah, just let me keep rolling. It was so much faster. <laughs> you have to hop, and then you do that whole segment where you just jump on those squares. And I'm like, ah, I hate this. I did not. I did not like the jumping on the squares. I, I died think, a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't know how many times throughout this game when the floor would start giving out that I just fell off the freaking map. Like, <laughs> over and over, and I'm like, this is stupid. I need to pay attention, because I keep dying. Well, almost dying. Getting hurt, I guess, is a better way to put it. Yeah, it's like, and then Rex has to say some smart-ass comment, like, oh, you should probably stay on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Fuck you, man. The kid was having an off day today. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you get through all of this level. You're fighting like a bunch of the the. Uh, what are they called? Ura, Ura, whatever. Ura. And you get to the end, and there's like a a gang of them beating the shit out of that guy. Zolf. Zolf. Oh, oh yeah. This this is the most important thing. So, what did everybody choose? So you get to it. They beat the shit out of them. You like go over and you like clear it out and then it gives you a moral decision it's the mm -hmm. first decision you have to make throughout the whole game and you can either leave him there because fuck him or you can pick him up and carry him with you so and and if you uh pick him up you also uh, leave your battering ram right yeah so you have to leave the battering ram because you're just taking shit out with that at that point yep um so we'll go we'll go around and uh what was everyone's first moral decision? I saved him. I also saved him. I, I also not. saved him. I uh, did not save him. I also did not save him. <laughs> so then my I... question for you guys is what did that level look like after that since you didn't save him? Okay, so after you choose not to save him, you're like, all right, I'm going to leave this corpse here. I don't care. Yeah. You keep the battering mm -hmm. ram, and you go into the next section where there's a bunch of enemies. Bunch of enemies. Uh -huh. It gets rid mm -hmm. of your health bar. <laughs> and you, you just go around, and you just smash the shit out of them. Yeah. You have no health bar, so you cannot be hurt. And if, you pound, and if you pound the ground, the island starts falling, and people just fall to their death. That's pretty yeah. dope. It was pretty fun. Um, I enjoyed that actually. I was like, I think yeah. I made the right decision. So yeah. on the flip side of that, when you save him, what what's the after that? So you carry him through that area. There, all those enemies are there, and at first you're still getting shot at. So you keep going through, and eventually everyone stops shooting at you, and they just watch you carry his body all the way to the point where you leave. That's it. I like yeah. Does your health bar disappear? Yeah, you can't die. Yeah, yeah you can't but, die. Oh, you can't die? Okay. Uh-uh. Yeah, but it's cool because at one point there's like one still shoots at you and then they like take him out and everybody's yeah. like just sitting there watching. But they played his like theme song thing. That song was so good. Yeah. Can I just say the, the music in this game was just so good. It was. It was like my favorite part about the whole game. Yeah, I noted yeah. that too. I said music's yeah, really good. Sound effects I, are really good. I even listened to the Spotify playlist of the game after. Really? Yeah. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so after you make your decision, you leave and you return 
underneath the bastion, like the heart of the island, is what they refer to it as. Wait, right? You. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm not well, whenever you like, well, you, you don't just end up at the bottom. You like just land on the bastion, and then you have to go put the last shard in or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I skipped that little part. And then Rux is like, hey, I want to show you something. And he takes you to the bottom, like the heart of the bastion. And it allows you to make your second decision. Yeah. And uh, yet again, we'll go around and see what everyone picked. Right. Should we explain what the two options are? Yeah, go ahead, Dan. You explain them and then tell us what you picked. (laughs) Oh, come on. So you can either uh, restore the world like back to its like prior state before the calamity, or you can just basically move the bastion to somewhere else, basically. Just forget about it. Uh, yeah, just, just, yeah. He does say when you restore it that there's a chance that none of you will remember anything. And yeah. you won't be, you won't remember each other. He also and then says, he says, "Go ahead." That the calamity could happen again. Well, yeah, I mean that's obviously a risk, right? So that's like all in your decision making. So, yeah. What about you, Lauren? What what decision did you make here? This one took me a long time because I was going back and forth between restoring the world and taking that risk of the calamity happening again or just escaping on the bastion and just cutting my losses i decided to restore the world and only because he even though he says you you won't remember anything like there's a chance of that he says but with something like this i have a feeling that you will so I took that as there's still that chance that we will remember what happened and we could stop it from happening that second time. So I did restore the world. Okay. And uh Dan. Okay, so <laughs> uh you you could talk to Rux and uh Zia or Zaya or whatever her name is, like before you make your decision. And Zaya really talked about how she just wanted to spend her life at the Bastion. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> oh, God. It's because coming out wanted... of them. <laughs> because she wanted... Don't worry. Like, I chose she, the same she decision. She would rather stay at the Bastion than go back to her prior life. So I was like, we'll just escape and just live on the Bastion forever. And so that's what I picked. Sounds yeah. that you picked that as well. Yeah, I didn't want to go around until, like, day. And then, uh, Tony, you chose that, too? Yep. I also chose to just stay on the Bastion. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so Lauren made, was the only one that made a different decision. So I'm, I'm surprised. Is the end, <laughs> what is your ending after that, then? Um, the ending? I'm pretty credit. sure it was, like, nothing. Like, that's the thing that I didn't understand was I felt like the decisions you make in this game, I don't know because I didn't pick the other option. I felt like they didn't mean anything. You didn't get them like, you know. You didn't get like a talk about like the narrated did like talk afterwards because you talked like 10 minutes after 
Yeah, it talks no. about you know, kids being like, you know, yeah. their first mate. Yeah, and like as I saved Zolf, he was in there cooking food. All like no, I didn't them. get any of that. That's yeah. why I thought I was like, well, what a stupid decision. There's nothing, like literally nothing. Yeah, that's it's a good art. Faded to black in the credits. Yeah, that's you at least literally get the, like, the good, like that song of like the literally teams, credits like, just rolled. It was a black screen with credits rolling. That's it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't get the Zolf thing because I didn't save him, so I didn't get to see him cooking food or I, anything. I saved Zolf, yeah. but I didn't see him cu- cooking food. You see that like cut of him just like cutting vegetables with a bandage on his face? No, it just showed like us on the Bastion, and then it showed like Rox, Zaya, and the kid on the one side, then Zolf was just on oh, the you other didn't side. Have by the little, little panels come up? No. Yeah, there was panels that came up during the credits. Yeah. Did you look at your phone? Mm, I I might have been on my phone during the credits. Uh, okay, well, <sighs> as the credits roll on the right-hand side, it has panels. And it shows, like, them doing different things. But since I didn't save Zolf, I didn't see anything about him. Yeah, it was just him cutting vegetables. And then at the end, when they're all, like, three looking off, he's, like, looking off the other direction. But the uh, the music that plays at the very end is super good. Oh, yeah. Great. That's kind of a disappointing ending for Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was. I didn't yeah, realize it was in. that different. Um, I'll have to look up that other ending because now I'm curious. Yeah, same. Um, so now that we're at the end of the game, did you guys experience any type of glitches throughout playing? Uh-uh. No, I don't think no. so. I didn't have any glitches. Like I said, the only thing that was close was that exploit where they don't uh, yeah. acknowledge that you're there. But that, that I didn't have any glitches. And um, what was your guys' time to completion? Five hours. Exactly? Yeah, right around there. But... I I also set my switch down to smoke the hookah a couple times when it was my turn, and if I went up to the bathroom, I just let it sit there. What about you? Um, my, as I'm uh, currently staring at Steam, it says five point five hours. I I don't ever like time myself, so like five five and a half hours. Dan or. Tons of oh gosh, <laughs> ask you again. Uh, mine says like 5.3 on Steam, but I already uh-huh. played it when I bought it like years ago. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming probably like, yeah, cl- I mean, close to five, maybe a little under five. And Tony, um, uh, it was like probably just over four hours, like about four hours. I think me, me and Tony are in the same boat. Um, I played on Go Galaxy, like that game platform, and it tells you like specifically like how much you play. Um, and I finished the game in four hours and twenty two minutes. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, pretty nice, pretty nice. So the average length of this game for most communities are is around six to six and a half hours. So we all finished underneath. Dude, we're gamers. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, if you were, what was the the completionist thing was like crazy though. I know Lauren was looking at it. It's like twenty hours. Oh, there's so much shit to do. Yeah, just like the achievements yeah. for like the dreams. The only way you get achievements for the dreams is doing it with five idols on and then ten idols on. Dang. Like just that alone would take a while. Oh yeah, that's that's crazy. And I think it was like ten hours to do all the extra stuff, like to get all the, like the proving grounds and stuff like to do the proving grounds and to get like all the add-on like power-up skills and stuff mm. i think it's around 10 hours to do that that sounds reasonable yeah so not too bad um i guess before we move into uh our outro is there anything else you guys want to talk about for bastion anything that jumps I mean, the the fucking music was so good, and like the narration, yeah. just the way it's told, like reminded me of like a, like an Adult Swim, Tanami like kind of vibe to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, basically, is. I guess my notation is the art style almost looks like watercolor painting. Mm-hmm. Um, very good, very so stylish. It, it definitely stands out in the art style department compared to a lot of other games of the same genre. I would say it holds up pretty well for, you know, 10 years. That's 10 years ago, their first game. Yeah, 10 years. That's that's crazy that the game was that long and it's been on my wish list for 10 years. <laughs> I owned it for this long and just now beat it. Um, but so if no one has anything else to say, we're going to go around and see what you guys think about recommending this game to other people. So we'll start with Tony. Um, would you recommend this game and why? Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I had a lot of fun playing it, even though I don't really like top-down games. Like this one was pretty fun. Like the narration pretty much made the game for me. But like, like how Corey said earlier when he was uh, saying, like at a certain point in the game, it kind of got tedious. I, I kind of felt that, but like the game's not that long, so you can pretty much push through it. Yeah, I would re- definitely recommend it. Dan? Okay, so I'm kind of like in a weird boat where it's like I would recommend it, but at the same time, it's like I felt like there was stuff missing from it. Like it, it's it's not the best game ever. No, no, it's definitely not the best game ever, but but it, it's still enjoyable to play. Yeah. That's fair. I I mean, I I could see that both sides of that, and uh, I want to. I'm going to leave tons of last because he's the one that wanted us to play it. Um, so Lauren will go next. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. This is right up my alley. If you like action RPGs, you like hack and slash games, anything like that, definitely would recommend it. And I agree, there is a point where, like, it does feel a little tedious, but I feel like if you power through that few levels, if that, the story makes up for it right after. So I would I would definitely recommend it. And it's not that expensive. And people really liked Hades, and they made that. So I do want to try Hades now that I played this. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Dan. I lean more towards not recommending it 
solely based on the fact that I feel like there's better games in the same genre. Um, I have not played Hades, but I'm assuming that that probably is much better because they have more experience. The story is something that I think is worth experiencing. The story is done well. It's told well. Narration is fun, and it gives you like as much as you want from the game. So if you wanted to dive in and do the dream sequences, you can get way more out of this than maybe myself. Um, if you're a fan of the genre, you'd probably really enjoy it. Like I said, after halfway through the game, basically, I was just trying to get the gameplay done so that I could do the story. So I'm just somewhere in between. Oh, I'm uh, I'm recommending this 100%. Just because one, it, full price, it's still not that expensive. And it's on sale often. Um, it's a simple game with a simple concept. Uh, like I put, you can, you can probably finish the game pretty fast. But if you want to stay there, there's still a lot to be done and unlock. Uh, this game totally set the foundations for Hades and everything else they've kind of did. Like, they did Transistor, Pyre. Uh, Hades is, like, so far, like, a lot of this combined, but it's like a roguelike, so every time you die. But you can upgrade. You can get, like, almost the same kind of, like, like a spear, but it does more abilities. And then if you like the narration and music in this, you would love it in Hades. And you can actually, like, upgrade your area, like, your home base. It feels good. So, I would... I mean... Play whatever you want. Uh, Super Giant Games good though. I recommend any other games. Well, that was Bastion from 2011. And if you want to further the conversation with us, make sure you join our Discord. Um, we will gladly talk to you and uh, want to hear your thoughts on the game. Um, but before that, we are going to find out what game we're playing for September. This month was Tony's pick. So he is going to tell us what he chose and why he decided that we should all play it. All right. So I chose Quantum Break. I really enjoyed this game when it came out. Um, it is developed by Remedy Entertainment. Uh, it's a 2016 science fiction action adventure third person shooter game. Um, it is a Microsoft exclusive. It is, in my opinion, uh, the best Microsoft exclusive that came out that year. Um, you have Charlie from Lost is in it. Littlefinger from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. Iceman from X-Men's in it. It's got a great cast. The story is pretty awesome. Um, I really enjoyed it when I played it. The one thing about this game is it says it's 10 hours, but it's probably actually with total gameplay, probably only about five because it's literally after every act, there's literally like a 30 to 45 minute live action movie on the, on the choices that you make in your gameplay. So every thing is different for everybody because not everyone's going to choose the same thing. So I'm pretty interested on how everyone's going to make their choices. I think it should be a, a pretty fun choice. I know this is kind of out of my realm. The only thing of Remedy I've ever played was Alan Wake. Um, so it'd be... it'd be Com uh, Combat's really good. I've played this game. I just haven't finished it. 
Yeah, that, that's, that is one of the reasons why I chose this game. I'm on like the last level. Tons of the restart. It. <laughs> tons of never beat it. So that was yep. also one of the reasons. You're going to play mind. Control. That doesn't hit the 10 hour limit, though. Any thoughts on this, Dan, Lauren? I'm interested to try it out since it's not something I would typically play. I mean, I'm I'm excited to play it just just because it's it's a game that I've kind of like wanted to play before, but just never did. I think it's going to be interesting because this game had two moral decisions and this is going to have a lot more. So yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of decisions uh, in this game. Yeah, so I think our experience with this game is going to be very crazy and we're going to be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that that happened. Yeah. Um, so it should be exciting. So definitely make sure you follow us on Spotify so that you, uh, you know, get it live when it comes out. Um, make sure to follow us on our Facebook page at Nerdlag Game Club, as well as on Twitter at Nerdlag. We've been very active over there as of recent, and we'd love to talk to you guys. Um, as I mentioned before, join our Discord server where you can talk to us per like pretty personally we're on it all the time and uh am i missing anything guys i think you hit everything i don't think so yeah i think you yeah. right. you did everything well until next month we will see you guys see ya, see ya. bye later